0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Very excited to kick off our Viva um, Employee Experience Platform mini series uh, in this week in Teams. Jay Leesk, as always, Craig Jenkins joining me, and uh, special guest Eddie Lee from AppPoint.
1: So I'm expecting appliances to to come sometime this afternoon. If something should happen and I just dart out of the room, that means they got here. So... My, God, my oven's going to have Bluetooth controls. I don't know why I need a
2: Bluetooth oven. But... And, so, so, so and, and then when you see the ones that say Bluetooth but not Wi-Fi, you're like, well, you want me to be close enough where so I can use my phone, but I could just walk up to the device too and I don't want to stand up the couch, Bluetooth
0: man. Turn the nachos on. <laughs> well, I like what you've done with the ball. I'm curious, where the appliances are going in front of these the orange lines or the blue lines or
1: Will
0: be the, uh, the green ones, actually. Uh, Eddie, you are the, uh, imp- I almost said the employee experience lead, but the Edutech lead for Avpoint in North America. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what that means.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so as the tech lead of our Edutech solutions, uh, you know, within North America, Although we see North America I'm kind of responsible for kind of how that education goes through our organization, you know, but naturally, you know, our, our product has been built in other regions and geos and uh, servicing many customers in that space. So, you know, from EMEA to APAC and Australia, all the way to North America, we do all work very closely together, all the tech leads to kind of understand our solution, how it fits into the marketplace. And uh, the fun thing there is, you know, in terms of fitment, as you know, the Microsoft ecosystem evolves and changes, which is today's conversation. And Viva and some of their acquisitions—you know—how our products are going to fit, right? And how are they going to fit, and how are they going to, you know, play nice and really create that better together story uh, to drive, you know, better customer
0: engagement. Do, do you want to give us a 30 second overview of what EduTech is? Because I think it's relevant to this conversation, frankly.
1: Yeah, because I don't remember it existing when I was there. Is it newer? <laughs> So. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's actually newer.
2: Um, it, was, uh, it was it was you know quietly in existence uh, in in other markets. And it's funny. It's like the the new thing that's been in you know being built for the last seven years. Um, but of the of seven years ago, um, it was more of an on-prem hybrid solution uh, for you know institutes of higher learning or IHLs, and you know, namely serving um, academia um, in our Asian markets. Um, and then, you know, five years ago, we built a cloud-based solution as, you know, everything kind of moved into that space. Um, just you know, if you're familiar with, you know, Avpoint and Avpoint Online Services, we have an Edutech Online Services. So, you know, we deliver all those solutions in that SaaS-based model, which uh, most are familiar with. Uh, but essentially, if you're looking to know what we actually build in that space, uh, it's, you know, three primary products. Um, one is a traditional LMS LDP. Um, very crudely oversimplification is... How do you get content and material and training to a body of people, whether it's students or employees? Um, a second is an exam, a management solution for you know very uh, robust proctor um, examinations, and the third being uh, more of an employee uh, information or a student alumni management system, essentially like a CRM, you know, for learners. And those are the three solutions that we built so within our edutech
1: portfolio. Cool. Okay. But yeah, now now that you're talking about it, I believe I mm-hmm. remembered that started out in like Singapore was the first client, right? Correct. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, do that. So how did let's talk about you for a little bit before we jump into our topic. How did you get like started in, in we'll say edutech or how did you make your way to AppPoint to get into that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the, you know, we'll you know fast forward to the the first decade and a half of my career as a uh, you know career consultant. Um, you know, for the, in the federal space. Um, initially started as a defense contractor and worked within uh, the DOD space, and then moved into federal civilian agencies, uh, kind of consulting through you know around around the Beltway, you know, where I pretty much got my start in my career. And then as I started moving towards you know tech companies. Uh, Came to AppPoint about three years ago, where I was a, uh, a solution engineer uh, for our public sector practice, nice. where I got the great fortune to meet Jay, um, and we worked together on a lot of opportunities uh, in understanding, you know, how we leverage our technology, right, to, to solve, you know, customer uh, needs. You know, essentially, thinking it's more of that last mile solution provider, right? Like uh, Microsoft is most things to most people, but to make it all things to all people, you need some kind of configurations and solutions to really function. Um, as that kind of last 10%. And that's where I learned a lot about, you know, our suite of solutions, right? And um, in that time, I've come to be, you know, made aware of, you know, the advances we've made in the education space. And I had a, you know, particular interest in not just focusing on kind of infrastructure, You know, solutions around in the the cloud space, but more like business apps, right? Uh, You know, business activity apps, and um, yeah, where I I could honestly say, and and this is recorded, I didn't have like a a super interest in maybe education and LMSs, but I I really did really see some interest in, well, how are we actually going to do this now? Um, You know, in the future, how are we going to leverage technology we have in place to change up how we actually bring information to to the masses uh, in that corporate space.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things I found interesting about the program, too, is it's not just for education. I mean, it's not just for yeah. education as an industry. It's it, anybody could anybody needs it. Every organization needs some form of learning management, uh, some yes. form of connecting with the end users. So let me let me you know go out of order in what our outline was and actually tie that yeah. into the next part of the conversation. That very much le- leads to kind of what Microsoft has done in the last couple of years with the announcement of, of Viva, or I guess the last year even, with the announcement of yes. Viva, an employee experience program. Um, now, there's uh, a, a lot to learn here. There's the four modules, plus they just announced the purchase of a fifth. Um, you know, what to you, like, what's the elevator pitch of what is Viva?
2: Yeah, is that for me or for Craig or, like,
1: <laughs> both <of the> <laughs> Well, I could uh, give yeah. it. But since you're our guest, we'll let you uh, you talk. And what do you? What have you understood that it's to be out in the field? I guess that's probably a good question because yeah. I get asked about it all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Viva! You know, I think it's a you know it's an exciting thing. You know, though, as, as much as I have love for all you know Microsoft technologies, so it's kind of like asking a barber if you need a haircut. Uh, but, I, you know, when Microsoft announced Viva, um, you know, short answer, uh, EXP, right? Uh, you know, in, in your employee um, experience, you know, platform, right? And what what is that going to be writ large, right? And then when you look at all the modules, like, you know, where are they going to serve? How is this going to really change uh, the nature of work and how IT delivers services within an organization? Um, but, you know, but outside of all that, like reading between the lines, what I thought was very interesting is Viva to me is Microsoft signaling you know, to industry, like we are coming to compete in this space. You now we've seen um, the monoliths that kind of exist in that space without you know, naming uh, you know, a bunch in particular, uh, but the ones that you probably use in your you know, undergraduate collegiate studies and have not really changed their UI even to this day. Um, and seeing that Microsoft is saying, hey, we understand that we're not you know, the biggest name when it comes to you know, kind of K-12, Uh, We understand that, you know, Google does a great job of kind of capturing the hearts and minds, you know, within G Suite uh, for that younger generation. But when it comes to enterprise, you know, everyone is very familiar with Microsoft. So when Microsoft says, hey, we're actually going to be in this learning and development space, right, the employee experience, right? We are going to be in here not only as, like, M365, you know, here to stay, not just as an application, it became a platform. And Teams is even more than that. It could be seen as almost operating system of sorts like everything can exist within this ecosystem i think microsoft signaling these items is uh the the bigger news than than even what it does
1: uh, for instance yeah i I agree i've um so breaking it down i guess we'll talk a little bit about the parts of viva that currently exist and then um the ones that that got there but you know we got viva connect which is connections which is kind of making that employee place for the employee to go to find information about um about the organization so a lot of ways that's bringing your intranet right into teams as an app um and then there's employee insights that is bringing insights of what workers are doing um right now in teams right now in outlook and kind of looking at calendars taking the metadata de-identifying it so that it's not like spying on people and trying to see trends across the organization and see opportunities to increase productivity and employee satisfaction. And I think what I found is interesting is I've seen somebody going, I've seen, I've had conversations with people who say, well, I, I get this information and I know I want my people to be productive um, and, and how do I drive that? But the other portion about that is the employee experience, right? How do I make them happier employees so that they stay longer? Um, then topics is bringing in searching, being able to find things across your internet right in the Teams, and then we get uh, learning, which is you know what you're probably bringing closer to more what you're doing in um, with the ed tech, and then uh, the little the, then we just acquired li.io le.o I'm not even sure how I would pronounce it, uh, um, and I don't know a whole lot about that other than it's kind of a goal setting planning one. Um, So that is what we're covering, um, or that's what the the platform is for everybody who didn't know. But um, I guess, what are your takes on any one of those, if you want to start with them, um, if you want to do learning first, maybe? Yeah, yeah,
2: learning, I think, uh, and you're absolutely right, Craig, that is probably the most closely aligned to our LMS LDP solution. Uh, Things that I like about learning is that it really is built around um, that corporate experience, right? I, I think it's a yep. great solution when it comes to kind of um, asynchronous self-directed learning, right? Where an employee nice. can um, see nice. a particular catalog and you know, go and pick and you know, at your own speed at your own, you know, choosing to say, hey, I need to brush up on this or I want to have a better understanding of this. You know, learn this tech tree or this kind of uh, discipline, right? Um, you know, additionally as well, like there's that management layer that you can say, hey, um, you know at acme corporation you know you work for me in, in accounting so here are a couple courses that could be very beneficial for you to see right and i think all that like it's not just sending someone hey here's a link watch the video right here here's a link to you know an lms that exists external to our company go take this course right and it's all holistically within the environment that people can learn uh where they perform right and not having discrete spaces to right. do that but having a one unified space i think that's uh that's again like what well, I think is really wonderful about these kind of integrations.
1: Jay, if you're asking a question, I can't hear you.
0: Nope, yeah. I know. <laughs> I think it's really yeah. interesting to see the shift at Microsoft. Eddie, you talked about this being like kind of a signal for them in in the last couple of years, we have really seen them focus on business experiences rather than just the platform. You know, we've all been around SharePoint for a long time, and, and that infrastructure conversation, yes, SharePoint's a collab tool, but it, it wasn't really designed that way. It has to be implemented and configured in order for it to be a collaboration tool. And so we've seen this shift for them to provide business solutions in Microsoft 365 with things as simple as Microsoft Lists or as complex as um, what the Graph API enables and Microsoft Teams. And so this, as you mentioned, this signal over here is is more of of that. Here is the the larger package. Here's Here's our larger goal. Our larger goal is for you to be successful at what you do. And some of that is email and files and some of that is business solutions and some of that is now employee experience so it's really interesting um yeah so so eddie you talked about learning a little bit um uh i i i think we were talking in 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 the previous uh, in, uh conversations and you had mentioned one of your favorite capabilities is actually not on the learning side where you work but actually on in insights you want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, you know, it all started with those, you know, fun emails that you get from Cortana and you're like, man, you know, <laughs> she knows everything I'm doing and, and when I'm working um, and, you know, though it, as these big brothers, it may seem, I think there's there's so much more that it can provide in terms of like contextually understanding your own performance and, you know, insights in two ways. One is like insights of your own data and, you know, how you're working. Right. And of course, from a managerial perspective, you can look down and see how your, your organization is performing as Craig mentioned earlier. Um, I think what's what's great is you you can like the look and feel of what you're doing and how you're collaborating is very much a qualitative thing. It's like how you feel about it, right? But then when I started getting um, you know these Cortana emails and then I started looking at the insights I was provided. Um, through the application, you know, all, again, all within the Teams environment, and you start seeing things that you didn't realize about yourself. Like, when are your productive hours? When are you actually sending the most emails? When are you actually having the most meetings? And then I started of realizing, like, oh, is this aligned to the geos that I work, or is there a particular cadence of certain project teams that only like work at a certain time? And these are things that you never could really like see that second or third layer. You just kind of feel it a certain way. But then when you finally see your performance kind of quantified. You can understand, well, how can I better, you know, evolve my time, you know, my productivity uh, and expand that to my team's time and my team's productivity. Right. And, you know, just fun things that you didn't realize the data could do for you until it was presented to you in a way that you could actually, you know, glean something from it. And of course, you know, derive insights, which is what it's so aptly named.
0: I think one of the most eye-opening experiences I've had with insights is is it's got the ability to look a week out and schedule focus time for you. And you can Mm -hmm. lock that time up to two hours. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Let's schedule focus time for next week. And I looked at the next week and it's like, uh, we squeezed half an hour in here and a half an hour over here on Thursday. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I don't pay enough attention to what's happening in my calendar in the future. And even even Cortana's like, yo, we got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, I, I will say that I, I've seen some stuff um, that's going to be announced that I'll help managers manage their teams better. Um, I think some Ignite will be some interesting um interesting announcements along that, that line so in addition to helping as you were talking about it your self-manager schedule uh, helping managers interact with their their direct reports a little bit easier and cleaner so bringing some of that stuff that you see on the the tabs that you get now for employees bringing some of similar capabilities into the manager tab which is i think is where it's really going to start to hit and go oh you know what this is important not just looking at the data that's there but giving you ways to be actionable about that data so that's pretty cool um you want to tell us what you know about topics since this is kind of our, our overview edition right i believe <laughs> so.
2: yeah yeah topics um you know as you're uh mentioned earlier i like to think of it as uh kind of the knowledge management and the enterprise content management right Whereas, um, you when know, you're saying like connections is kind of bringing the internet into the employee space within teams, and the topics is all that, uh, you know, connective tissue underneath that says, like, well, here's how we're driving to this information that you need. You know, how available is information you need? How quickly can you actually get to it? Right. And I think that's, um, you know, we all have a SharePoint background. I think that's like the, you know, the biggest thing that we always were challenged with in the, the, the saga of nested folders all the way to tags and categories. And we've lived through all that, right? But it's essentially, I know it exists in this workspace, but like, can I actually get to it, right? But with topics, it allows you to better understand, right? Where the knowledge exists, right? How you are organizing all the content within your organization. Um, And again, with all these modules as they work together, I think it really provides a very tight solution, right? Because topics without connections and you wouldn't get to see it, right? But connections without knowing where things actually are and how they should be presented, you're not going to surface that correctly either, right? Uh, right. So I think all and all, the modules play very nice. Uh, I think it's that the tightness that you can kind of get when you have, you know, an entire platform
0: solution. So so we've got topics, as you mentioned, giving you a place to curate and 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 use AI to, to organize the content and you've got. You've got connections sharing it with you and insights visualizing, you know, how you are actually collaborating and such. Uh, And then the learning system helping your employees get better educated and and be uh, able to do their job better in theory. So you've got all these things, and then you've got this fifth one. uh, Alio, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Alio. Um, and and I think this, this one circle. being that goal setting, um, goal focused area. So th- this whole platform, you know, giving you the ability to build a base for your employees that previously it was a serious lift to to try and do on your own, and now they're giving you those keys. So so my question to to, to follow that is, where would you like to see Viva and and this Exp system go in the future. Like, what would you like to see come out of it?
2: Yeah, I think um, where they're moving is actually very exciting, right? And you know, as we understand the the core four modules, you know, we see, you know, how information flows, who can see it, what it means to you, how you're using it, how you're learning it, how you're disseminating, how you're consuming, right? But now we're adding that extra component of how do we know the activities that we're doing actually lead to the desired outcome. Like the goal setting, right? And so that's what's so fun about this kind of fifth of the acquisition and what could be a fifth module or just the integration of these technologies into the course suite. Um, you know, you see a lot of this in IHLs and academia, right? When you take a, a certain, um, you know, coursework, major, discipline of study, and then how does that translate into the workforce? There are a number of solutions that exist in that space, right? But then when it comes to corporations, it's how do I know what I'm doing right now? Does that have a mes- measurable impact on my performance? And is it better for me? Is it better for the organization? I think we'll be able to get that you know, without like, the IO. And think about like the traditional competency model. It's like, hey, Acme Corporation, John Smith starts. Uh, he works in finance. Uh, we know this because Action Directory says so. Uh, because of this, he has some group membership. Let's give him five courses. Well, how good is he? Well, let's get the grades on the courses. That's all you're really going to get in that traditional model. But now with this, you know, this new technologies and integration, think about all that you can do is people that have taken, you know, these trainings and conduct these activities within a certain time period after this training have an X percentage better chance of success in whatever discipline they may have. All the things that you can drive more holistically because you have that data because you can align these activities and actions to design the performance outcomes and goals. I think that's what's gonna be really exciting is that kind of that last piece that'll come together within Viva. So very excited to see, um, you know, where it's gonna go. And I like the more Microsoft does within their own solution um, and the stronger, you know, that engine is, you know, the better uh, these, uh, you know, our ISVs such as ourselves that we can build solutions, um, you know, adjacent to that leveraging their technologies to to
1: provide, you know,
2: a, a better, again,
1: you know, employee experience yeah, I do like so I' hate to say this, but you know being the company guy, um, I do like even not being with really a company guy, I do like that they've taken this approach over the last couple of years to be more inclusive for the employee experience. So um, where Teams is involved into just that communication device, um, you know, where you're sharing messages and collaborating to this platform for collaborating and the, the whole experience for working and getting things done better. And they've seen that in order to to fully develop that, it takes, you know, third party providers to be able to come up with additional solutions that, you know, may not be exactly what we do, but it, it is important for the employee to do their job. So we need to let other people do that and let that be in in the platform. So I, I do like that. And I had somewhere else I was going, and I kind of forgot what that was. <laughs> well,
0: I'll, I'll 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 take from that. So so Eddie, uh, we we started this by talking a little bit about EdgeTech and um, some of the I, I don't want to say overlap, but some of the the connectivity there. So uh, yeah. how do you see the third party market supporting this platform? You 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 kind of hinted at it. Um, I'm hoping you might dig into that a little bit more. You know, do you see? Uh, is it merely enhancing what's there like with the connective pieces that already exist or do you actually see you know development of of like completely different things off of this
1: and that's yeah, a terrible but, uh, question so will see where you go yeah. good job jay good job
2: no, asking i think actually i think that's actually, <laughs> i understand the, the general the, the crux of what you're asking i think that's very insightful is that With Microsoft saying, here's Viva, right to all the solution providers out there that are trying to, let's just simplify and say, reach that same outcome, you know, provide a greater employee experience. Um, You know, if you are a company that's building solutions in that space, you have a decision to make. So you're going to build everything outside of this. Right. where you know, people live, work, perform and now learn. Right. Or you build things that exist within that space, right? And you know, naturally, of course, you know, at point, we have been building solutions in that Microsoft space for um, 20 years. And as an example, what do we do as a third-party, you know, solution provider? Uh, do in the space? Like, let's take uh, Examiner, our exam management solution. We can leverage, you know, Azure Cognitive Services to take to have like anti-cheating protocols, right? Like, imagine if we were If we need to build our own solution to say, I'm going to watch the biometrics, watch the eyeballs shift, watch the click behavior change upon certain questions, and then program all that into our solution. Whereas if we live in the Microsoft ecosystem, we would call it API, and we say, here, here are the things you're looking for. Here's how you're going to teach, you know, teach the AI to say, this is what you're looking for. Here's what I want you to gather, and then you tell me what you've gleaned from it by you running this against 500 test takers at the same time. You know, imagine what that would look like if you built that on your own, as opposed to things you can leverage uh, within the Microsoft stack. Um, So, you know, very much Microsoft's providing the ecosystem and the tool set to build, um, right? And then you build in their workshop and then you kind of display it in their art gallery. Almost, I'm not sure if that's the right, right analogy. But the great thing is they present you the workshop and they present you the gallery, as opposed to, let me just show up here with my art, not knowing, you know, what it really does and how it fits.
0: So I, I I I definitely appreciate your ability to take that question and actually <laughs> conjure an answer that makes sense. Um, so so Eddie, you know we've got this series coming. We're gonna have an episode following this on each of the primary pillars, and we we've got one yeah. scheduled coming up with uh, Ally as well. So I'm very excited to include that as it was literally just announced. I think this past week or two. Yes. Um, yeah. But thank you for, for helping us kind of overview what is Viva and what are the different topic areas.
1: We're yeah, we work. appreciate it.
0: Um, <laughs> if if yep. people want to learn more about what you're doing, what you're building on top of the platform, what Avpoint has on on Editech, how can they find you? Within the
2: Microsoft ecosystem, catch me on Teams or LinkedIn is probably the best way to find me or I am Edward Lee on LinkedIn and you'll see my uh, you know bio here at Avpoint
0: thanks man really thanks. appreciate you joining us today yeah, yeah it's been great. even
1: even if you already knew jay it's impressive <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you gentlemen hey, so it's great. a good time okay, yeah. all right thanks looking forward <laughs> to your uh, follow-up
0: we know you liked this episode of this week because you're still listening so if you want to hear more like this, make sure you click the subscribe button, notifications, and go to onthespot.tech for more from this weekend teams and our sibling podcasts.